No more contention. No more struggle. No more challenges. No more battle. Because there comes a time where you need to rest from your battle. And God said after today, you shall rest from your battle. The battle of your marriage. The battle of your business. The battle of your finances. The battle of your sickness. The battle of your shame. The battle of your disgrace. The battle of your setback. The battle of the pains you don't want to forget. God said you will rest from your battle. And now, today's message with God's servant, Reverend Ismaila Awudu, head pastor ICGC Yahweh Temple, East Dagon. So he moves to the nectar of the flower and begins to suck the flower. Now, when you look at the process for where he began and what he has become, there is a total transformation. His old self cannot be compared to his new self. His new self is what the Bible is talking about. That we are a new creation. In other words, we can be a cocoon. But now we are a butterfly. So we have metamorphosed. We have translated. We have moved. So he said that God translated from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of light. Every kingdom to your information operates on power. So he moved us from the place of power to another place of power. But the second place of power where he took us, which is his kingdom, has power over the other. So if you have power, you exhibit the power. So in other words, you are no more of your old self. We are of our new self. And our new self is a product of power. Which is a product of change. Any production you see, which has gone through the manufacturing line, becomes a finished product. The finished product is not like the raw, raw material. So Acts chapter 1, verse 7 and 8. Let's exploit this power. So Acts chapter 1, verse 7 says, And he said to them, it is not for you to know times or season which the Father has put in his own authority. The disciples were asking him, oh, Jesus, when is the kingdom coming? Because their emphasis and their thought then around that time is they were looking for positions. Remember, the sons of Zibi, they went to Christ. He said, can we have one? The mother was lobbying. So lobbying did not start today. Lobbying started even in the Bible. Everywhere there is power, there will be lobbying. Even in church, there are lobbying. So, they went to said, oh, let's get one to, because they are looking at the kingdom in fiscal terms. But Jesus is not looking at the kingdom, he's looking at the kingdom in terms of power terms, which is expressive through men. It's not a physical thing you sit on, but it is something you demonstrate. Hello? So he said, he said to them, it is not for you to know times or season which the father has put in his own authority, in his own power, in his own authority. And he went on to say, he said, but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. What shall happen? He said, you shall receive what? Power. Say power. Say power. Now, when we receive that power, we become what? We become what? Oh, say, we become what? Now, the word witness there it's not necessarily going about preaching to people, but the witness there is evidence. We become an evidence and career of the personality of Christ. So anybody that sees us will see Christ in us. And by seeing Christ in us, he will exhibit it. And seeing Christ in us is based on transformation. Trans and form. You cannot form anything if you don't have the power to do it. So he says we will be transformed. New creation. Power. 
The one that I'm bringing on you, when it comes upon you, it will transform you. So Paul says in Romans 12, renew your mind. The way you think, the way you receive. Because there is something that needs to come out of your life for people to see. So get it. A drunkard gets saved. And instantly gets saved. All of a sudden, he used to drink. Sleeping goddess. They've done everything. Therapy, whatever. It was not happy. He received Jesus as his Lord and personal Savior. Instantly, he stops drinking. His life is clean. He can't even go to the bottle again. He is walking normal. Everything is fine. He goes back to his job. He is functioning well. He now begins to earn respect and honor. When you meet him, he's a witness. He's a testimony of what the power can do. Coke addicts. Who has gone beyond and is even having tech, he's checking, he's spending his money on drugs and doing everything, he can't live without it, meets um, somebody, the person witnesses to you, he gave his life to Christ. All of a sudden, within a period, he is free, he's no more on drugs, he's changed, he's preaching, he's doing the things of God, or he's going back to his business, he's living a normal life. Medical science couldn't, cannot explain what happened. Some power took place. There was a reformation. It's called power. Thing that happened to you to change and to live a life now that you like is as a result of a power that was working on you. So we can, you cannot change a man until that power comes in. Some of you think by advice. Yes, it's good to advise, but you can advise somebody to that kingdom come and the person cannot change. But when the power comes upon the person, automatically there will be a change. So that is why it's important to pray for people more than to waste your time talking more. So Paul says in Ephesians 1 from verse 15, look at how Paul did it. He said, therefore I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all the saints, after I have heard, look at what he did. He said, do not cease to give thanks for you. Making mention of you in my, in my because in the prayer dimension, power exchanges hands. That is why if you are in the kingdom, don't be lazy to pray. Because all the faiths are mentioned, praise. <laughs> because that is the source of the power. Jesus said, pray in this manner, our father who art in heaven. He said, do not cease to give thanks for you. Making mention of you in my prayers. Let's go on. He said, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the father of glory, May give to you the spirit of what? The spirit of what? And revelation in the knowledge of him. He will give you the spirit of what? So wisdom is the spirit. Wisdom is not, is not by what you read. Because Bible says that, and Joshua, the son of Nun, received wisdom because Moses laid his hands on him. Solomon, Acts of wisdom. God visited him after he has sacrificed. He said, what do you need? Solomon said, I need wisdom. He placed the spirit of wisdom upon him. From that time he was moving and nobody can understand the level of wisdom he has. You can't fight a man of wisdom because it is not bought in the store. It's a spirit that settles on him. So as he comes on him, he thinks and he wonders, why didn't I think that way? So Bible said, if any of you lacks wisdom, pray for it. My, I challenge you today that any morning when you wake up, put your hand on your head and say, God, give me the spirit of wisdom. Pray deliberately for the spirit of wisdom. And he says, and revelation in the knowledge of him. Revelation in the knowledge of what? Which means that to even have knowledge of who Christ is. 
You need a revelation. And revelation simply put in a layman's language is to unveil something that is hidden or covered. To be revealed. To be seen. To be brought forth. To be brought out. So he's saying that for us to be what God wants us to be as a church, as Christians, as believers, we need to have a spirit of wisdom. We need to have a revelation of who he is. Because once you have a revelation of who he is and what he carries, we become. Remember, Mark 11, he says, if you do not doubt, and remember what I said, that we become what we hear, what we see, and what we experience. So Jesus said, in the kingdom there is power, but that power can only come by revelation. And it moved on to say in verse 80, he said, the eyes of your understanding be enlightened. In other words, our eyes also needs to see. And when he talk of the eyes there, he's not talking about the physical eyes. He's talking about your spirit eye. When you see men in the eyes of men, you will not respect and value them. But when you see men in the eyes of God, you will value them. Because you see their future, you don't see their present. So that is what he's saying that in the power terms, in understanding, we don't see as men sees, we see as God sees. So we see potentials, we don't see defeats. We see victory, we don't see fear. And we don't see the present of somebody, we see the future of the person. So you don't draw conclusion on people. Because the eyes of your understanding immediately is enlightened, you are able to understand why something is happening and who that person is. Because when the eyes of the disciples opened, they saw Jesus. But when he was breaking the bread with them and they were not seen, they thought it was another man who was, who is passing by and they met sharing and conversing as usual. But Bible said that in the way of Emmaus in Luke's gospel, he said when he broke the bread, blessed the wine, gave it to them, they ate and he disappeared from them. He said, ah, our eyes opened and said, we now know that it was Jesus. When you don't have a revelation of somebody, you demean the person. You see, you meet people in the body of Christ and say, I am tired serving God. I will not go to church again. I'm even going to, if I become a, a prostitute, it's better. Because I've waited for a husband. A husband is not coming. I'm waiting for a car. It's not coming. I wait for a child. It's not coming. So let me go and see some babalao somewhere and get me some baby and do whatever it is. Or let me go and get some ring so that I can perform some power. You don't need all these things. If you have a revelation, oh, receive it. Pray that God open my eyes and let me have a revelation. That you may know what is the hope of his calling. When revelation does not come, you don't know the hope of your calling. And where you don't have hope, you give up. What are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saint? Which means that in the saint, there is an inheritance. So even when you are poor and come to the body of Christ and understand the way the kingdom functions, it is you enter one man. I like the way one man of said you are permitted to enter into the kingdom poor, but you are not permitted to stay in the kingdom poor. And that is what is a mystery to the people of the world. If we begin to live our Christian identity, we'll become producers instead of consumers. Because see, when you understand the revelation of who you are, you see time as essence. You will not waste time to even gossip. You will not waste time to unfrivolous things. In fact, you will not entertain some communications. You will not even engage in some sort of WhatsApps. You will not be doing something because you see, that which you are feeding on is a serious level of engagement. And in the corridors of power, language is coded. When I sit before great people that are ahead of me, I have my notebook and pen. I'm asking questions. 
I want answers for my life. It's not entertainment. So I don't get up sending them cartoon, whatever, sharing with them. And that is what I'm sharing. Is that, that you will know the hope of your calling. Because when you don't have a revelation, you mess yourself up. You entertain everybody around you. You get discouraged. Because you become emotional instead of being wise. And emotions does not control. Emotions, uh, emotions controls wisdom. You need wisdom to control emotions. What is the hope of his calling? What are the riches of the glory of his heritage? That is, there are some riches there. There are some blessings there. That is what I need to go for. So remember, you can come in into the kingdom without having an idea for business. You don't have an idea for anything. But immediately you engage Christ, you should have illumination of your identity or what you can do with your life or what you can do with your business or what you can do with your career or what you can do with your family or what you can do with your marriage. You should have insight. And how can you produce that if you are not engaging on the right thing? Verse 19. He said, and what is the seeding greatest of his power? Do you see power there? A seeding greatest of his power toward us who believe. Which means that immediately we believe there is a transfer of power. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Tell the person you are dangerous than you think you are. He said, which is the exceeding greatness. And that greatness is exceeding. Look at the, the, the adjective he used there. He used exceeding. That is above. When you have an exceeding power going through this bulb, it will blue. The meter will catch fire. Anytime your meter catches fire or your bulb explodes, it means that it's an exceeding power. That means the power supply is more than the voltage. And he's saying that the power received from Christ is more than the normal regulated voltage. So why are you not afraid of a witch? Who is operating on a lower ebb of power? Why will you have a dream and be scared? Because somebody told you you are going to die. Or somebody called you and tell you you are going to die, you are afraid. Because you don't know what power you carry. We are children of God, but we don't know the power we have. An uneducated believer entered into the church, couldn't speak English, couldn't do anything, was just following the preaching. But through the power of the Holy Spirit, she is able to understand the English. Went to a village of a juju man who decided to kill the father because they were contending over a land. She was informing Accra by his family member that daddy is dying. This is in the Volta region. So come. He, she got there and they informed her that this man has taken that land. When he went to go and talk about it, he took him to this juju man to go and kill him. And that juju man in the town and that man are people who have been feared. Do you understand my point? There are some of you, when you see some people coming, you will be dodging. You, you wouldn't want to meet those people because you know that they are terrible. How I many of you understand what I mean? And that is what, they are terrible to terrify everybody because of the powers they have. So that fear was there. So when they told the guy, they said, we beg you, please don't go and confront him. Because this man is dangerous. The girl didn't say anything. She went into a room, locked up, pray in the spirit. She's calling upon the power, the power she has. So she called on her power because she knows she's going to engage power. Hello. Fortify herself in the Holy Ghost. 
stepped out of her room, went to this man. She did not confer with flesh and blood. Went to that man and said, this is what I heard. What has my father done that he did? He said, you chicken, if you don't disappear from my face, I will change your sleeping place. You will not live to see another day. The lady said, you are spoken with your mouth, so shall it be for you. He said, what is the exceeding greatest of his power towards us who believe? According to the working of his mighty power. This girl understands some of those things. Moved into it and lifted up prayer in the midnight hour. By the next day, the man who said you will not see life died. The Jujuma in the city, in the town, everybody feared died. Am I talking to somebody here? The father got well and the father began to work. I prophesy over your life, child of God, rise up and begin exercising your power. As a child of God, there are some nonsense you don't entertain around you. But do you know why we are not exhibiting the power? Because of what we have, we have been hearing. Because what you are hearing, what you are seeing, what you are reading, does all inform you with fear. It doesn't inform you with faith. It does inform you with faith. What you don't have, you cannot reproduce. Because we all have been made to think. Even the teachings in the body of Christ, we have been made to think that unless I lay hands, unless I do those, yes, I can lay hands to impart power. But after I lay hands, you have to exhibit that power yourself. And remember, the power is not for sale. It's a city greatest of power according to the working of his mighty power. And look at what he said in 20. Which he worked in Christ. He worked it what? He worked the power in Christ. He processed it in Christ. And when he raised him, when he did what? Raised him. Raised him Christ. When he raised him from the dead, what power, what, how did Jesus come out of the dead? Power brought him out of the dead. Say power. power. Say power. He said, look at me, Jesus. I am like this temple. I'll pull down this temple and in three days I'll build it. He said, you are too no, you small boy. Do you know when we build a temple? He was talking about his body. He said, if I only be lifted up, I'll draw all men to myself. When they killed him and buried him, they sealed the tomb. They put a seal. And in the Roman, when they put a seal on something, nobody touches it. They put the seal of the governor on it so that nobody can go near the grave because they suspect that his devils go and steal his body. When you carry power, you don't need people to fight for you. So they put a seal and sent soldiers to guide it. When you read the account of all the gospels, one was an earthquake, the other one an angel came, everybody scattered and he rolled away that stone. That stone, no man can push it away alone. But one angel, not thousand angels, just one angel, just came down. The whole place scattered. The soldiers ran away and left with their weapons. He rolled away the stone, sat on the stone. Jesus came out of power. Even his disciples couldn't believe it. The man was walking. What he prophesied, he fulfilled it. If you can say, if you can prophesy, because life and death lies in the power of the tongue, and power is cultivated, that is why an hen will brood over an egg. She is cultivating power of life. That egg is empty without the warmth of the, of the hen over the eggs. So as he broods over the eggs, he is cultivating power. He is transferring power into the egg. Transferring power. So all the weeks that is beyond the egg, if you have taken care of Found before when she get up of the eggs and even poopoos and you touch it, you see that it's very, very hot. The temperature.
temperature is very high. She's releasing power into the egg. Power into the egg. Power into the egg. Power. Concentrated power. Concentrated power. Concentrated power. Concentrated power. Concentrated power. By the time she gets off the egg, life are coming up, popping up. Chickens are coming out. Chickens are coming out. And they are walking with her. That is an evidence of power. So in creation, even for God to create, Bible says that, and the spirit of the Lord was covering upon the waters. In, in, in other terms, what it means that he was brooding over the waters. He covered like the hand covers the eggs. And the Holy Ghost was over the waters. Though the whole earth was that from and void, God was not giving up. There was a concentrated power that was being released. And within a short time, trees begin to appear. Waters begin to be separated. Heavens begin to come. Stars and everything begin to move. Why? Because there was a release of power. Can you brood and release power? Or you just walk. There are a lot of us believers today. We are walking. So we even go to Jerusalem and go and look for a talisman and put it on our waist. And, and, and some of you, you have some waters you are bathing at the midnight hour. And some concussions you have to drink and all those. Because you don't believe in the power you have. You enter into an office. And somebody can mess you up. And you are running away from that office. Because you don't understand the power you carry. Listen to me. Anybody you meet on the negotiation table is carrying something. Every human being you meet on the street has a spirit behind him or her. What is following you? Ask somebody, what is following you? When power meets power, they know. He didn't give us fear. He didn't give us fear. He gave us power. You, 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 don't, you don't walk and think nothing is happening. Things are happening. There are nine Greek words for power. The first one you can look for is called dunamis. Say dunamis. Say dunamis. Now, you know what we mean by dunamis? Dynamite. When we want to break rocks, we want to break whatever in the mines. I mean, the miners and all of you will understand. They, you have to put, they, they are explosive. They are like what you call kinetic energy. It, it has the power and the ability to break even anything. When they were doing Tetakwashi, they will announce, don't pass your rata because they were breaking rocks. When they, they were doing the Mampon Road, they told us that don't drive that there because they were explosive. They were using explosive to break those rocks. It is called a dynamite. It's, a, it's, it's what you call a dunamis. So the first thing is that we have an explosive power. So in Acts chapter 1, where I read, in Acts 1, 7 and 8, can you give me that? He said to them, it is not for you to know times or seasons which the Father has put his own authority. And he said, but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit what has come upon you. You shall receive what? A dynamite power. You are an explosive walking the next word, the next thing you can find in scripture is Ephesians 1, 19 to 21. He said, and what is the seeding greatness of what is power towards us who believe? That power, the exceeding greatness of that power is an explosive power. You don't carry anything fear. You entered in demonic infested areas and you change the place. I said, you entered and you change the place. 
Because in Mark 16, 15 going, can you give me quickly? He said to them, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. And said, he who believes, he who does what? Do you believe? Oh, do you believe? He said, he who believes and is baptized will be saved. But he who does not believe will be condemned. And he says, verse 30, go on. And this sign, 70, and this sign, this what? Say, essentially. Oh, say, essentially. The essentially you are running after. The essentially you are traveling everywhere looking for it. He says he's supposed to follow you. Remember I said that a cable wire doesn't need to look for power. It is just a channel of the flow of power. So what he's saying here is that whilst we believe in Christ Jesus as our Lord and Pastor, we are a conduit. And immediately we become a conduit connected to the source. We don't need to do anything. That power needs to flow through us. So boss, science follows you. Science follows you. You don't go following science. Say, Pastor, what are you telling me? Because we don't know. That is why we do it. You don't go following science. Science have to follow you. You are a magnetic pool of of what? Of signs and wonders. And he said, and these signs will follow those who believe. Do you believe? Oh, ask someone, do you believe? No, don't tell me, yes, I believe when you don't believe. Do you believe? These signs will follow those who believe. In my name. Is it your name? Whose name? Jesus. In my name, they will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. I like the 18. They will take up serpents. And if they drink anything deadly, if they die, they should poison you. It will by no means hurt them. They will lay on the sick. And they will recover. Did you see a name of a bishop there? An apostle there? A prophet there? A guardian there? Do you see anything like that? He said they, remember what I told you from the beginning. I said the power in the kingdom is distributed equally. And they will recover. After Jesus finished, he was received to heaven. Why? Because he has finished. If you like, leave it. That's how some of you can start. Let me tell you, I told you here. In the account of Acts chapter 12. I said they took James and killed him. And everybody was rejoicing. If you don't enforce your right, you will die before your time and they will rejoice. But God forbid. I said, God forbid. There is nothing like what a shock. We have to change the shock. I said, God forbid. You need to know you carry power. Because Bible says that the man of power laid down his life and he takes it again. Am I talking to somebody here? Jesus laid down his life and took it. Which means that you determine when you will die. Because when he arrested Peter, Peter knew that he had a revelation of Christ. And Christ told him that you are Peter. Upon this rock I'll build the church. Upon the revelation you are giving me. And the gate of hell shall not prevail. So it's an error for him to die. So in the prison as a man of power, when everybody was struggling, he was sleeping. Jesus as a man of power was not troubled. When there were boisterous winds on the sea, where did they find him? They found him sleeping. Jonah, who was even running away, but knows his identity that he carries power. 
when the sea was tossing and all the, when they were looking for him, where did they find him? They find him sleeping. Child of God, man of power, you sleep. Ah, you are not frightened because you don't do a ceasefire approach. You are already a carrier of the power. Am I talking to somebody here? May you carry power wherever you go. May you carry power in your life. May you carry power that you are not troubled by what they say. You are not frightened by their threats. You don't care what they will say because you are carrying power. And the power you carry, you are running with that power. Receive that power today. You are carrying that power to become what God wants you to be. Because nothing can stop you. In Acts chapter 3, Peter and John, they got to the beautiful gate. The man was sitting there begging. The man was a cripple. The guys were going to prayer. They have not yet prayed. Hello? I said they were going to what? To the place of prayer. They have not yet what? prayed. And they met this man. The man said give me money. He said silver and gold are we number such as we have we give. Because what you don't have you can't give. He said in the name of Jesus rise up and walk. The man got up and began walking limping and praising God. In other words a man of power is always charged. Hello? Do you understand what I'm saying? If you put on the switch are you there with me? And you think because the switch is off so you can go and touch a naked wire you'll still be shocked. Because power is concentrative. It still stay in it. It carries power. Am I talking to somebody here? In other words, if a man of power, you are always charged. You are charged beyond your voltage. Anywhere you get and you connect, you bring life. Anywhere you enter, you connect. It's working. Anywhere you enter, you connect power. You enter, you connect power. You enter, you connect power. When they are not there, you charge them. Am I talking to somebody here? When your battery is down, you look for another battery. You jump start it. That battery that jump start your battery has power. May you receive power. I release power over your life. I release power over your life. I release power over your life. I I release power over your life. I release power over your life. I release power. Thank you very much for listening. This is a message from ICGC Yahweh Temple, East Ligon. We know you've been blessed by God's word. For more quality and practical teachings of Reverend Ismaila Abudu, visit us online at www.icgceastlegon.com or email to yahwehtempleicgc at gmail.com or call us on 057-2260-434 or 057-2260-435. You can also worship with us on Sundays from 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. On Tuesdays at 6.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. for our empowerment teaching service. And Fridays at 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. for our breakthrough prayer service. You can also connect with us on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter. God bless you. And my Lord with you, I know I'm covered. No greater